Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, welcome back to the Real Work Stories podcast. And thanks to everyone who commented, shared, liked, downloaded, whatever you did. Thank you. It means a lot. I really appreciate it. Now, before we get into episode two today, I want to say I hope everybody had a great weekend. If you were off work, I hope you enjoyed your time away from work. And if you had to work, I hope it wasn't too bad. I mean, it's the weekend. Now, from my experience, usually the weekends weren't that bad. Thankfully, I don't work the weekends anymore. Hmm. Hopefully, that stays the same. But here's what I want to know. What do y'all do when y'all are off work? Like, how do you unwind from work? Do you go hiking? Do you go bowling, skating, jogging, axe throwing, gun range maybe? I don't know. But whatever you do, tell me about it. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave a comment. Let me know what y'all like to do to unwind from work. I'm genuinely interested, okay? All right. Now that we got that out of the way, I'm back again for part two with some more pet peeves that I have about working in customer service, all right? All right. Let's get into this. The first one that I have is having to share my desk with messy people. Now, If you don't have a desk at your job, you may not get where I'm coming from, but let me set the stage for you, okay? So, your desk is like the one place at work where you have almost total free reign to set up how you want. You got your monitor angled at a certain way because that's what works best for you. If you got a chair that reclines or the chair has like a little hydraulics on it that raises up and lowers down. I love those chairs, by the way. Then you have your chair set at the perfect angle for you. You know, you got pictures on your desk and stuff. You know, you might have a cup with some pens in it, a notepad or two, just something like that. You know, because that's your space. You want your space to be comfortable, right? And there is nothing more frustrating then when you take your day or your days off, whatever that looks like for you, and you come back and your keyboard is not in the same place that you left it. Not only that, but your mouse isn't where you left it. Your mouse pad is gone. And your keyboard is either extra slippery or sticky. Same thing with the mouse. It's either slippery or sticky. And it's terrible because it's like, wait, wait, wait. Who sat here for one? What were you doing? 
why were you choosing to do whatever you were doing here? Like, no, this is my space. The least you could have done if you sat here, and this, this is a shout out to all of you nasty people who do this. The least you could do, if you're going to sit in someone else's desk, number one, clean up after yourself. Number two, put my stuff back where you found it. Better yet, let's change number two and number one. How about don't touch my stuff to begin with? But if you must touch it, put it back. Okay? Now, with that being said, I actually know a couple people who have written notes at their desk, handwritten notes, and they hang these notes up on their monitors they'll tape them up to their monitors and it'll say things like hey if you sit at my desk don't change the brightness on my screen don't adjust my chair you know don't do x y or z because like i said your desk is your personal space that's how you want it to be i know a couple people that actually have gone so far as to either taking like the keyboard all together or like hiding certain key essential cords so you can't use their computer. I literally used to work with a guy who every night we would close and he would take his keyboard home with him every night. That was his way to guarantee that nobody sat in his desk. Now, were we supposed to do that? Absolutely not. Did he do it? Absolutely. Am I mad at him? Not really. I wish I had thought of it first, because that would have saved me a lot of hard times and troubles, if you know what I mean. But I'm just saying, the reason why he did that is probably come probably because of some of you messy people who like to sit in people's desks and just wreak havoc there. Clean up after yourselves, because y'all are some nasty people. Anyway, my next pet peeve is customers who have to tell me their level of education or their job title. Like, that somehow is supposed to make them not have the type of problems they're calling in about. And some of y'all might get what I mean. You have that one person that calls in every now and then, and they're like, I've been doing IT for 27 years. Why is it I can never log into my account here? Um, maybe it's because you're typing in the wrong username and password. I know. All your years of experience in IT, how could you? But that's what you're doing. Has nothing to do with anything else. Has nothing to do with the lack of firewall security or the upgraded security protocols on the company's website or anything like that. You are just simply typing in the wrong username and password. Deal with it. Or, depending on where you work, you might get this one. I have a degree in finance, so I don't understand why my account is overdrawn glad you asked let's make this real simple for you you spent more money than you had i know i know that was that was kind of hard i'm gonna slow it down i'm gonna say it one more time you spent more money than you had some of y'all will catch that on tuesday okay it happens but your degree or your amount of experience at your job doesn't stop you from having regular people issues. You have regular people issues. It happens. Stop trying to act like you're above things happening to you. Hmm. Just saying. Anyway, my next pet peeve. 
when customers ask me to do things like turn up my volume because they can't hear me. And sometimes I want to ask them like, what exactly do you want me to do here? Because there's no button that I can press that's going to make my voice sound louder to you as a customer. Right? But I do have a couple of ideas of what we can do. And y'all let me know. Should I start saying this to people? Or should I not say this? Y'all let me know. But what I want to tell them is, number A, and I said that like a minute, turn your TV down. Because I can hear Jeopardy playing on the screen. I can hear your Wheel of Fortune, your Supermarket Sweep. Some of y'all ain't old enough to know what that is. Um, (laughs) I can hear every TV channel you change to, and you wonder why you can't hear me. Turn the TV down. Um, The next thing you could do. Don't try to have a conversation with me when you're standing right next to the blender. Like you've got the blender on full speed and you're grinding up something that sounds a little bit like nails. I don't know. But there's no way you're making a smoothie in that blender, man. But I promise it's not like you've got concrete in there. Please turn that off and then let's have a conversation. Or this one. You call in while you're driving your fancy car which I'm not mad at but you got the top down why now you knew you were trying to call in and they thought you know what you know what would be a brilliant idea let's put the top down so that way the wind can be blowing all through my hair and all through the speaker of this conversation So I can fuss at the person in customer service about the fact that I can't hear them, despite the fact that I'm the one who has the top of my car down, which is why I can't hear them. Yeah. Just, yeah. Those, those, yeah. Grinds my gears, people. You can't tell. Stuff grinds my gears. I get mad when I talk about it because it makes me angry sometimes. Okay. So another one I have. I can't stand when I ask someone for a very specific piece of information and they tell me somebody else's information let me tell tell you what I mean let me tell you what I mean person calls in I'm like hey you know my name is Benjamin how can I help you yeah um I need to check the balance on my account or whatever they're calling in about right sure no problem I can help you with that can I have your first and last name please well, the account's under whoever's name. And I'm like, great, thank you. Can I have your name, though? Yeah, well, the address on the account is that I, I didn't ask you for that. I asked you for your first and last name. And then they say, well, that's my husband or that's my wife. And we've been married for, I get it. Y'all have been married since the beginning of time. And that is fine and dandy with me. Congratulations. But can you please just answer this one simple question so we can both move on with our lives? What is your name? That's all I need. 
That's all I need. Let's get step one. And then we can move on to step two, step three, step four, whatever else is next. We can get there eventually. But can we start out with your first and last name? That's all I want. Not the person who opened the account. I don't care if the account was originally open when the company had a different name. I don't care if you are best friends with the founding CEO. That does not matter to me at this moment in time. What I need is very simply your first and last name. And that brings me to this pet peeve, people. Customers. It's the customers. Very simply, not long and drawn out, it's the customers. They are the pet peeve. Why? I'll tell you. Because it's always something they're doing, something they're saying. It's either what they're saying directly or how they're saying it, what they're insinuating, what they're trying to accuse you of. It's always something that they are doing, which makes our job just a little bit more difficult than it actually has to be. Right? Now, I've said it before. And I'll say it again, this is the podcast about all things customer service. So I don't care whether you take calls, flip burgers. Now, here's another one that kind of gets to me just a tad bit when it comes to these customers. I really hate when customers offer me information that they know they don't have. So, for example, I was at work one day taking phone calls. My customer, he's explaining whatever his situation is. And in the middle of him doing so, he's like, you probably need my account number to look up my account, right? Because I'm just sitting here talking and talking and talking. You you probably don't even have my information up on the screen. You want my account number? Sure. That'll be great. Thank you. He's like, well, I don't have the account number. What else do you want? And I'm like, Why? Why did you offer that to me and then make it seem like I was being the problematic one when you offered it? If you didn't have it, you could have just said, hey, I don't have the account number. Can we try something else? Sure, I'm flexible. We got options. But you got an attitude with me because you didn't have something that you offered to give me in the first place. That that would be the equivalent of like, If your friend is like, hey, let's go bowling tonight. I'll drive my car. You can ride with me. And you're like, cool, let's get in your car then. And they're like, well, I don't have a car. Well, why did you offer to drive your car, stupid, if you don't have one? I shouldn't have said stupid. I apologize. Anyway, (laughs) my next pet peeve. And I want to know how many of you have this one. I can't stand when customers ask me, how or why our competition does something differently from how we do it. Like, what? What did you actually expect me to answer that question with? Because, well, I don't work for them. (laughs) So I don't know how I'm supposed to know how they can do things differently. Like, they make it seem like we sit down and have meetings with them. It's like, all right, all right, all right. So what are you guys going to do? Okay, you're going to deliver your products in seven to ten days. We're going to do three to five. 
Ah, nope, 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 nope. You already picked seven to 10 business days. We are taking three to five business days and you can't have it. Like, no, we don't do that. They have their way of doing things. We have our way. That's kind of what makes us two different companies. If we all did it the same, we probably have the same title over the door. Anyway, <laughs> and it was really crazy about this pet peeve, though, is that customers think that you're being a smart aleck with them when you tell them you don't know the competition's policy. And they're like, well, why not? Um don't want to sound like a jerk here but i don't work there i don't know how they do what they do i just know this is what we do take it or leave it it's kind of all i got for you that's that's really about it i don't know what else you want me to tell you i mean i don't work there but you can call the competition and find out for yourself but here's the problem with doing that because you know what they're going to ask you for next you want to know what they're going to ask you for? Well, what's the phone number? Yeah, let, let me check my Rolodex. Let's, let's give you the phone numbers to all of my competition. So you can discuss with them why their policies, procedures, or whatever the case is are different from ours. No. Get on Google and find the number the same way you found this number. Okay? Go do that. Because I'm not giving you the number. Like, no, that's that's just not happening. All right. It's not. Somebody tell these people that, please. All right. Now look, that's all I got for y'all today. Now, here's what I want y'all to do. If you have some pet peeves of your own, please check out my Instagram page at Real Work Stories Podcast or check me out on Facebook at Real Work Stories Podcast. I'm going to post it again. And I want you guys to tell me some of your pet peeves that you have where you work. Now, if you do not want to post it on the actual status, email me. There's a link to the email on the Facebook page. There's a link to the email on the Instagram page. It is realworkstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. Nobody will know it was you. And I'll tell the story for you. Like I said, I ain't scared of nobody. So, let me know. Alright? Well, again, thank y'all for tuning into the Real Work Stories Podcast. That's it. I'm out. Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio.